This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. This is the chop up. I am the political plug. Y'all can call me Damo. And I have with me the lovely. Your girl Toya G, you know what it is, back in this thing. You know, like I never left because I did have to leave last week, but we back. Yeah, um, the mountains of Utah was with the Utans of Utah. The state and the, um, the, the Mormons. You was out there with the Mormons. I was out there with many Mormons and many churches and big church with the big one right down the street from the temple. It was lit though. It's a beautiful place. It is literally. I was in the city of Ogden, um, uh, about thirty some odd minutes from uh, from Salt Lake City, and you just get on the plane and you're surrounded by mountains, and you get to Ogden, and you get even closer to the mountains. So it's crazy. It's okay. It's beautiful, and it's the Mormons. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the shout, yeah. uh, shout out to that boy Ryan, uh, the goat, the champ. Yeah, out there. That's what that's his program. Put on a wonderful tournament. Shout out to the University of Louisville for winning that hoe. Yeah, and Rutgers won the uh, round robin. So, and shout out to Rutgers for winning the round robin. We do we debate nerds, so we definitely gonna give our debate props where it's due. Uh, but that's what's up. Uh, George is at, actually at a debate event right now. Yeah. Uh, OU Texas. Uh, they doing some little debate, whatever. So he doing that right now. So y'all had me and George last week. Now it's me and Toya G. You know it. This week's show is sponsored by Duce. Um, it's been a long week. Where's my camera? Where's my angle? Yeah, yeah. We're here. Yeah. I have a um, I usually, I usually don't do this, but uh, tonight we about to let yeah. our hair all the way down because my guy, your girl's been on the move. And I'm excited to get with you, Damo. You know what I'm saying? It's been a it's been yeah, a- man. We definitely missed you last week. We definitely right. missed you last week. So let's yeah, get back to the conversation. And but you know what? This is actually we actually about to follow up on that. So the the, the I have the first half of the conversation with George, but now we have in the second half of this crazy Botham Jean Amber Geiger murder trial conviction. Now the brother then got killed. That's crazy. Like, I mean, every I ain't, ain't even no point in doing no recap and being like, oh, this is what happened. Yo, y'all know what happened. Amber Geiger popped up in a nigga spot, killed that nigga. She went to, after a, a, a while, she finally went to jail. Trial mm-hmm. happened. This brother, Joshua Brown, testified against her in the trial. She got convicted. Murder. 10 years. A week later, Joshua Brown who testified against Amber Geiger, who helped get her convicted, is gunned down. Now, before we get into the details of the aftermath of him getting gunned down, I want to know, what was we didn't, we didn't, we, we weren't able to catch your thoughts on her getting convicted. And then I, I, I want your reaction on, uh, and I want your reaction on what you, what like, when he got shot. So you want my reaction from when he got killed and the reaction yeah. for say it again? Yeah, since you wasn't here last week, right. I want to react on, on her conviction, the 10 years, and uh, and then uh Josh getting killed. Okay, got it. Yeah. So 
reaction to her um, both being found guilty of murder and the sentencing, I knew they wasn't finna throw everything at her. But, you know, a lot of and what's wild, you know, and this is why the, the plot thickens on justice. And that's because now you have literally political agendas playing roles into which they always have but into sentencing and so you have to think about it she's the police so we got to take this current contemporary issue that black people have with the police seriously so we don't have public outcry and a whole bunch of protests and ferguson and baltimore and yada 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 and all of those start to strike fear in niggas who you know are like literally nigga judges who are afraid to be serious and bold about the the the, the sentences that they given and so she should have got way more time than that shit you walked into a house that was not yours it's a red mat outside his house you ain't got no red mat outside of yours you go in there y'all get into a back and forth it wasn't like seeing a body pow y'all it's testified that y'all had a back and forth that was like who are you who are you who are you and so before you know what I'm saying? Like, and I get it. You train to respond to those situations, all that shit like that. But if the person wasn't like, hey, I'm about to beat your ass or I'm about to rob robbing you and they seem just as confused as you are, like you are supposed to be trained to handle these situations delicately. So I don't have a lot of sympathy for the confusion you have when that happens. So they should have, the sentence should be longer and everybody knows that and everybody understands that, which is where the outcry is. But at least they didn't give her the minimum. So niggas also got to be grateful that the sister didn't play them that way. You know what I'm saying? Because five years, like we would have been pissed. We'd have been, you know what I'm saying? So everything is so calculated. Everything has been so navigated so meticulously. And then shot on, you know what I'm saying? Because as soon as we figure out, you know, that we got some closure with the case, we got a sentence out there, then they want to act up in the courtroom and start hugging on people and doing weird shit. So hold on, hold on. As much of a spectacle as we could probably hope for, you know what I'm saying? Or anticipate. So, and then and then, you know, since we just recapping a bit of last week's conversation, just a little bit, uh what is your reaction uh, uh, to the judge saying if if Amber Geiger wasn't black, then I wouldn't be if Amber Geiger was, was black, black, I wouldn't be getting all this criticism. Um, girl, boo. Like <laughs> I see, I think I saw this post that summed it up the best. Uh, the judge, what's her name? I don't even know if we figured out her said her name or whatever. I don't remember it, but she is the first black woman in contemporary history that we've seen cry white woman tears and don't nobody want to see that shit. <laughs> like, shut up. You sound stupid. Shut up. Whatever shut up. A section of empathy you're trying to tack into, we don't have any for you. You look dumb. And this is not even from the perspective of like a racialized view or what you should have done as a black person in that situation. You mishandled your job. There was there was lawmakers, lawyers, attorneys, people in the judiciary field were like she was completely out of line. Like just oh, it was extra inappropriate. She misexecuted her job. Period. So okay, all right. So like I feel you. I love the Lord too. But what are we doing? Uh, shout out to Malachi, and he's a hundred percent on point. Straight up said if Amber Geiger was black, she wouldn't have hugged her. Goddamn right. That's the problem. Period. Like that's and that's what that's what she's not seeing. The fact that, that we're not afforded that for multiple we're, reasons, right? Not yeah. only was she not been, been would it would a black woman not been hugged by that judge because she was a black woman, and you know the law is seen as antagonistic to black people and just want to throw the book book at them, but also yeah. niggas can't be seen in proximity with other niggas. Are you cozy enough to niggas and playing into that agenda? So yeah. you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. She would have been scrutinized if she would have tried to hug a black woman because we can't show affection to each other in systems. You know, in institutions like that, we can't show that we look out for each other, that we have each other's back, that there's some type of internal network within those networks, or then that delegitimizes everything niggas do. 
Right. So you can't be the black judge hugging on black women as they go to jail for murdering somebody because then you too soft on niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's a lose lose situation. Right. One hundred percent. Now, so we get all that silly shit, and then, like you say, to cap it off, to cap that off, you get the hugs, you get the forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? You get the stroking of her hair, all of that silly shit. Yeah. And then a week later, the star witness, Joshua Brown, gunned down. Lose him life. Crazy. What what was your first thoughts when that happened? You know, when I first heard the news, it was backed up with a hole, but he was a shady nigga doing some illegal shit, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm not going to say that I ran to that version of the story but you know I'm like okay now we got to hold him in tension now we got to see how this develops I wanted to have the here niggas going in da, 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 type of response but I mean you know I think before I had that skepticism in all honesty I was just like niggas die every day B. you know what I'm saying like and, and, and it only took a lot of like dialogue and conversation around me and articles coming out and you know skepticism around the shit for me to be like okay nah this is actually more likely than not um, an agenda of bullshit on the behalf of the police, because I mean, but I don't, I, I don't know. You okay, know, okay, 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 okay. Because we, we gonna, because we gonna, gonna get into it. What we're this reminds me of though. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of the same weird. What the fuck? Don't even. Yeah, I, I'm gonna handle that real quick. Sure. Yeah, but go ahead. Fuck? Don't even worry about that. Right. Um. What I'm reminded of though is the same way as we were trying to trying to figure out what was up with Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had similar feelings. Like, you got some street shit could have potentially gone wrong, or you got this revolutionary nigga that the police is trying to take out. Which one is it? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And now every we trying to follow the details and figure out if, you know, this nigga was really tied up in some wild shit that went wrong, or if he is being a martyr for telling the truth and speaking out, uh, you know, uh, in the face of the police. And so... It, the back and forth, the same feeling I had in that world and in that context is the same feeling I'm kind of feeling now. It's just like, okay, okay. So, so, so this is because I, I had a similar reaction, and it wasn't mine. Wasn't more so, um, you know, niggas get killed every day, but it was more like, damn, I knew it. You feel me? Yeah, I knew it was. It was like, okay, I caught on. You feel like the nigga? You know, you don't you don't come from something like that unscathed. I mean, you don't just get away from that. Yeah. You know I mean? So, you know, I felt like, and then, and then what it was, you, I saw that there were text messages um, and uh, or direct messages between him and a friend of his just about like him being on edge and, you know, all other type of shit. So, I mean, I think, I think it was a, it was instinctive for niggas to be like, oh yeah, the police did that shit. Hell so, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so when, so when it happened to me, it was just like, yeah, damn, that's like how it goes. You feel me? That's how it goes. So with those, and we want and we want y'all reactions. Let me see. Malachi said that uh police murder black people and frame black people every day. Okay. And that's the and, and, and that's the and, and that's the reaction. So I mean, I was I was giving my candid response, right? Of course, I come to that conclusion, but you know what I'm saying? Niggas get busy, and there's no reason, like it wasn't like they were saying this was uh, you know. Affluent, like it could all types of niggas live in apartment complexes. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas are taking a heartbeat. I stay down street running, coming from the police, and I still do my thing. You know what I'm saying? So just being and being honest, I'm just like I'm curious about how it plays. I don't disagree, Malachi. I just it took me a second to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, and, and so 
now we got to present the facts, right? Or right. what's what's being considered the facts. So he gets killed. After he gets killed, after we make our assumptions, then boom, we find out it was a drug deal. Mm-hmm. And it was weed. Right. Now, immediately I get skeptical. <laughs> like a drug deal, weed. Okay, let me let me let me read a little bit more into it. So come to find out. Some niggas from Louisiana, you feel me? Some niggas from Louisiana drove all the way down to Dallas to mm-hmm. buy some weed and I think some car to buy some weed. We know they bought they, they drove down there to buy some weed. There was some weed and some cartridges. Uh, in the course of them, and this is how the story goes. In the uh, course of them being uh, going through this transaction, mm-hmm. what ends up happening is. He gets killed. The police are saying he shot one of them. They shot and killed him. Mm-hmm. They took they bag with their money in it. They took his, meaning Joshua's gun. They fled, dropped a uh, friend that got shot off at the hospital to be mm-hmm. taken care of. Mm-hmm. And then they dipped off. They allegedly caught the driver or the alleged driver. And they have the nigga that's in the hospital. And I think they're saying that they just caught up with whoever the next person was. Yeah. With those facts presented there, how does that change y'all in the chat? But also, Toya, how does it change your perspective of the story? Is it is it feasible? Is that something? Does that, does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are we working with? I, I mean, because that—that's really how they say it happened. It—he could have been the grimiest nigga in the streets with the the biggest plug, with all the shit in the world, every cart, every flavor. Shout out to Dank Vapes, whatever you got, the nigga could have <laughs> had it. All the tree, all the flower, all of that. I don't necessarily know why that bleeds over into the direct possibility that the police want to silence him and his ability to speak against it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like cool. I even grant you that the nigga was into some tricky shit. I just. I would be a fool to take out the possibility or counts out the possibility that why he is in business handlings with all different types of niggas and interesting characters or whatever, that the worst and most interesting characters he was in interaction with was the police. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is called coincidence. This is called uh, unintentional overlap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't understand why people are not willing to think think complexly enough to say okay even if he had his mishandlings handlings or his dealings in whatever industry or whatever he's in that the police very well and and, and still and for sure then does that not provide a better cover story for them to do that like we can just straight up kill yeah. this nigga and blame it like oh, listen i think how easy oh, okay hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on because we spiraling i mean you but i'm me? saying how convenient like the convenience of everything mm, that they found yeah and 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 that's why I'm saying when you look at what happened, do you think the facts point towards a what I would consider a uh, a tragic coincidence? I think the propensity for the police to be on bullshit and to attempt to retaliate in combination with the fact that he was possibly a part of some shit means that there are a thousand different conclusions or a thousand different origins or a thousand different justifications of why this nigga died. But we would be foolish to cancel out the possibility that the police were directly involved. So yeah, 
it I think we I'm just saying. And and the thing about we have to just find out more information is that we won't find any more information out. This mm-hmm. information will be bounced around internally, right? Conclusions will be made, we'll be privy to whatever information they want to give us. Mm-hmm. And so we won't really know the true conclusions of a lot of this shit. Just because they've arrested suspects means nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like we were just talking kind of before the show about how tragically like crazy it is that this is really developing in the hands or in the direction of what the police want them to because they didn't found somebody and put them in jail, locked them up. You know what I'm saying? But so how, but, still, I'm still willing to be skeptical. Like there's still shit about, and I compare this to the Nipsey situation because there's still shit about the Nipsey situation that don't add up and they arrested niggas and got the girl to admit that somebody right. just driving right, right. car and all of a sudden he made her get in and drive around the court. Like a lot of that shit but, is weird. But let me but let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this though. Yeah. Um, because they it, it, in and, and again, I'm just putting all the information out there so we can have a conversation. You feel me? That's all I'm doing. Uh I'm I'm being a moderator, right? right. I'm gonna let I'm, I'm gonna let my opinion be known, of course, for sure. That's not <laughs> we not gonna we not gonna get away from that. But before I do, I just want to make sure that all the facts is laid out. Now they did have information on him mm-hmm. in terms of his background because he uh had actually a, what what you would consider an extensive criminal background. There was multiple mug shots. He had been arrested multiple times um, for drug-related charges. Mm-hmm. Given that information, I would say I would the, the argument could be made that when someone says that information, it should would would have been brought out to discredit the witness. Could it possibly be that they actually didn't bring it out because they didn't want to come off as racist? I mean, sure. But I also, I don't think, you know, eh, I don't know. I think the selectiveness of the the level and the amount of facts that we get, you know what I'm saying, is all the more reason why distrust in the police is totally justified and understandable because you don't get to make those judgment calls. You don't get to assume that we don't want them to think this or we'll hide this piece of information. This brings us back to the Justice Smollett events. You know what I'm saying? Where we got pieces of the story and it changed every single day. And, you know, I'd rather that approach to this story where we get, you know, a whole bunch of plot turns and, you know, shit twist and shake until we shake it all out than to not be privy to how shit develops and they get away with, well, we didn't do it like this because we didn't want public perception to be this. Do the fucking job of policing and let us come to our own conclusions and be as transparent as necessary without giving away information that won't allow you to solve the crime, but let us come to the conclusions we're gonna come to. You are subject to that type of public scrutiny and that's just what it is. You don't get to pick and choose meticulously when you get to give us the information that we think we that 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 people need to know to make sure that you're being held accountable for doing your job cuz that's what it is. They don't want the t- they don't want accountability. They yeah, want to but function. See, What's up? Uh, right, but but see when but this this is a, this is a unique situation though. Right. I mean, I can't even no, say that. I, I, let me. I, I know. I know. I can't even. That's do what I'm saying. I, like the, the, the I, desire I, for white people and for institutions like the police to make this a unique instance where we really have to sit back and do extra shit is a fucking lie because we don't. 
Yeah, I mean, I I agree. You feel me? I I I I would. My reaction is more so along the lines of how you feel about it, and I'm definitely like I don't trust nothing the police say. I think niggas driving three hundred. They said three hundred four four hours for some weed. Come on, bro. For some pounds of weed, like you can get that shit chipped. You can get that shit chipped in Colorado. Drive that long with no weed in their car. You know what I'm saying? Like across across uh state lines. That's ridiculous. Nah. It's like the, the story is just implausible. I mean, there are dumb criminals out there, yeah. But it's like uh, and I think this leads to the next part of the conversation. It's like there's a there's a skepticism that with with niggas, it's about we don't trust nothing the police say. And in this instance, do you think that is a healthy response? Do you think that is healthy skepticism? You think that's valid, credible skepticism? Um, or could it actually make things a bit more explosive? You know what I mean? Does it lead to something productive? What are your thoughts? All skepticism, <laughs> yes. Like I, I don't, we don't no, we can't afford. Which but, like, what? but we're not talking about. But we okay, okay. There you go. Okay, you said we can't afford. Yeah, go into that explanation. That's what I was at. That's what I'm looking for. I don't I don't know how it was different from what I began to say and why you chose Well because you said because yeah I, I mean of course skepticism is is a good thing. Of course skepticism is healthy. I agree 100%. Yeah. What I what I'm saying is what I'm saying is when it comes to niggas like police institutions structures there's a thin line between skepticism and conspiracy but here's the thing so i keep pointing at other case and points to demonstrate why the skepticism is necessary in this particular instance and that's because if you look at the justice Smollett situation right we came out the gate with a healthy amount of skepticism about you know the bullshit that happened we we're like nah this shit is bullshit it was racist you know we are taking justice side we're not just about to let the police wish away this incident or act like it didn't happen we want justice we want it now and as the truth started to come out niggas was like wait a minute <laughs> this nigga might be lying. They, we were able to logically come to our own conclusion with a healthy amount of evidence that allowed for us to navigate our skepticisms. You know what I'm saying? So I absolutely think it is healthy and good and necessary that we be skeptical and that we demand a full narration of all the evidence, of all the information that we be given what we can as a public because we're not dumb. We're not as dumb as they want us to be. We're not as dumb as they want, want us to be or treat us like we are. So I feel like, yes, if skepticism is what allows for the truth to come out, to the point where me as another nigga can be comfortable saying, okay, that nigga was really on some foul shit and I don't have to homogenize this instance with all the rest of them where we know the narrative mm -hmm. to be true, then cool. That's what they should want is for people to use and rely on their intelligence and collective intelligence as opposed to truncating what they're willing to give us and letting our skepticism kind of just float and fly the way it's going to float and fly. That shit is stupid. But 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 again, if, we, if we're addressing the, the, the thin line between conspiracy and skepticism, at what point is either which one which one becomes productive, right? Like us, us. The I mean, because I'm not saying we shouldn't we shouldn't challenge this narrative because I don't believe it at all. But I also think that though you feel me, like it's, it's sometimes niggas is too quick to run with shit and just go in a particular direction, and 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 climb, and you know, especially with social media, it it, it becomes all about the rhetoric and the narrative. And then we're dealing with something that's actually on a on a much larger level than that. Because then my question, the question is, does social media have a capacity 
to be able to hold police accountable. Because if because if we're using social media outrage as the uh, standard by which or or the um, what how we keep the balance or how we keep checks and balances in terms of the rest of the like actual society, social media has failed. <laughs> we don't get nothing done. Hashtags and, and, and statuses don't get nothing done. Like even a meme that I made is fucking I hilarious. But I don't know that they don't get anything done. I think yeah, you know I mean it's hyperbolic. They, it's hyperbolic. Yeah, they expand the bright the the and I, I there's a heavy reliance, which I think is misplaced. You know what I'm saying? That 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 like social media is what catalyzes movements and really takes them to the next level. They're necessary in a 2019 generation in the 21st century America to like or world to propel a movement to the next level. Like, what are you if you haven't you know, teased out your hashtags and figured out where, who and where is having all the conversations and how to get them mm -hmm. facilitated to put pressure on certain shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like the agenda setting theory, communication theory 101 says that a lot of time these various media outlets, don't roll your eyes at me, okay? I'm a scholar. These various media outlets are- Flex your degrees. I will. Um, capable of a, setting the agenda for us, right? By just the sheer ability to bump shit up, to make shit more important, to put a hashtag on it. You tell people what to think about, if not, what to think. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are introduced to what they should care about, what they should think about, what they should be on their minds by the ability to signal boost. And boosting signals is based on shit like hashtags and putting shit on social media, so. But let's, but let's take it to another level. Sure. With that being said, why do we, why do we think that these types of what we would consider, and this is a word I know you'll appreciate, counter hegemonic narratives. Sure. sure. Um, why do we assume that these counter hegemonic narratives that are actually what we are in control of? You feel what me? Like, like for example, I mean, even just the just the I mean, the idea that us sitting back, going back and forth, saying the police did this shit and all of this other shit is actually a part of the agenda of it. Like our knee jerk reaction to respond to our distrust is something that can be used against us, possibly, um, because our focus then becomes these things like, oh, this police officer did this or that. I mean, we could say like that was the situation we do, right? But what we see with black people and what always happens to black people is we, when it comes to social media, we get caught like these these whirlwinds of movements and and statuses and shares and posts and videos and comments and becomes the movement. That's it. And you have people that end up being on sitting on Ellen's couch or talking to Jimmy Kimmel or coming out with books or getting a, um, you know, getting a spot in the wall street journal, but beyond like that type of cultural uh, elevation or, you know, being able to build your status off of, having a great take on the conversation uh how is that not just more so a part of like the plan of dictating the narrative like this is what we caught up on i mean we got an election coming up and as much as people attempt to kind of uh dismiss donald you know donald trump for being dumb and then just he's a white president and all this his level of uh like his level of law like lawlessness all right bro. and how he's like this bro what happened? Benjamin Cook been in the comments kind of hollered us. I was going to get to his comments, but yeah, we appreciate your feedback for sure. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, Benjamin. Unlike that other weirdo that was in the comments. If y'all could have seen the nigga that was in the comments. uh, But, <laughs> but 
you got Donald Trump, who's flat out. And, and I'm not saying these things are connected. Right. But this is the type of this is also a type of like how theories get circulated and shit. Right. You got Donald Trump, who's pretty much dismissing every check and balance and political norm in terms of how politicians are supposed to behave in ways that's considered. And then you got what's happening in Dallas. And the narrative, the national narrative, is focused on what's happening in Dallas and not how this 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 uh this law this lawlessness that Donald Trump is uh purporting, how it trickles down. I mean, but think you about it me? though, Dominique. Like niggas are helpless either way. So if niggas have to choose in terms of which issues they care more about, I mean, I just say on the level of the local police is more likely to roll up on them than Donald Trump is. So they're a little bit more enthralled by this story because this is a more likely scenario where it could have been them for a thousand different reasons in the face of Donald Trump's new what the fuckery that he gets away with this time that he potentially is going to be able to sidestep that, you know what I'm saying? Like commands their attention, but we didn't vote for this nigga last time and he still won. So niggas feel helpless in proximity to Donald Trump. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what That's am I going to fall in love with this storyline again for? For real, from yeah. the outside, if I wasn't a nigga who cared enough, I'd be like, oh, they trying to impeach him. This is going to end up the same way they did with Stormy Daniels and with uh, Grab her by the Pussy and, and by every other conversation that he was in all the 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 uh, the uh, um, uh, the investigation and the, the outcome. Of, like, it's just all going to end up the same. If I'm not zooming in and really caring about the intricacies of what's playing out as a nigga, I'm going to be like, so? Yeah. Like, I'm going to put my attention over here on some police and shit that is at least a little bit closer to my front door. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't, that whole argument about the trade off, I just think on the material and the real, ain't a nigga in the world, like, I ain't going to say a nigga in the world, but ain't no nigga from the hood finna see it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not. No, no, agree. Agree. But, I, but, but that's what I'm saying. I also, I, I think that, but I think that's also a part of the weakness, though. I think that can be a weakness. It can be a week. Certainly, but I mean, if we go to the Battle of the Bullet conversation where it's like, I'm out here making moves in other ways anyway. I'm out here protecting and defending my community. I'm out here looking on my doorstep because I don't trust these systems. And so I'm not wasting my time with that top level. You got to be doing that. You got to be doing that, though. I said, but you got to be doing that, though. You got to be doing that. And that was the conclusion we had in those conversations, too. But I'm just saying, it's a whole lot of other niggas who's just like, I'm out here looking out for me and mine and making sure we got something to eat and that we surviving and we good and whatever, whatever. I've already seen that the system ain't looking out for me or worried about me. So I'm not investing energy in the system that's going to let me down anyway. Especially when you look at shit. Don't let a nigga be at least politically astute enough to string together these misfortunes with the misfortunes of Barack Obama. Like, nigga, it don't matter what side we on, we losing. When it comes to the president, when it comes to that top level shit, that's not our shit. I'm gonna look out for me and mine and make sure we good. This police shit is fucked up. It's wrong, and I got something to say about it. And they'll end up so, resonating with the issue from that angle. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, it ain't for these comments, for that is a non-starter for niggas. I agree, and you are so eloquent. Let's get to these comments though. <laughs> uh, uh, Tiffany yeah. said, "Social media doesn't have the capacity to do that. It's just a forum, like a way to stand on the hill and scream out our frustrations." Facts. And it make it, we feel better from it. You know what I'm saying? Like once we able to get, once we get that post and we see it get like you know 10, 15, 20 likes real quick, niggas is in love. I mean, it's like, shit, even the bigger people. I feel good. Like I don't disagree with that, but I think Malachi's backdoor, like backdoor that with something that's even more real. Like yeah, you know, it's kind of like standing on the hill and screaming out. Can, can I get to Malachi? Can I get to Malachi? Possible the next Black Power movement and Black nationalist agendas will begin as a hashtag. And how serious is this? Case he had a comment before that. What was the comment before that? 
Me Too created mass social consciousness for women who have faced sexual violence. Black Lives Matter created a social consciousness about police violence against black people. And then uh, it's very possible sorry. that the next Black Power movement and Black Nationalist agenda will begin as a hashtag. Appreciate it. What I was, uh, I would say that's example. spoken like a true young millennial. But go ahead. I was going to give another example to go along with the ones that he just talked about in terms of movements on an international level. When you look at the Middle Eastern and Northern African region, right, and the cross for democracy that have largely been propelled because they are in a hyper super censored government where they just can't go on the streets protesting. They don't have the right to protest or the, the right, the right to what's the, what's our right, the right to collect or to commune uh, or to, to protest. Yeah. All to, that shit. To gather. Yeah. The, it's the protest. It's a word. It's like, a word. Yeah, you got the right to protest. Yeah. But they don't, they can't do yeah. that. So a lot of their movements were catapulted into material reality because of social media, right? You had people like Muhammad Bazazi, uh, uh, a, a, uh, salesperson, a market person, somebody with a business or whatever, an entrepreneur, had a cart selling stuff. The regimes there were so oppressive when they didn't make no money, he set himself on fire. That shit took off. He got arrested. You know what I'm saying? Like, people got arrested. A lot of people thought in jail. His mother ended up being the pilot of the movement. Yes, freedom to assemble. assembly. There you go. I could not think of that word. Freedom to assemble. Yeah. But movement after movement. Me too. Black Lives Matter. The shifts and calls for democracy um, over in Middle East and Northern Africa, a thousand other movements we not naming right now. Flint got so much water bottles, they had to stop tell start telling niggas to quit sending plastic. They got so much water, <laughs> they ain't got nowhere to put that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These hurricanes and shit pop off and they get billions of dollars overnight. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I mean, and, I, and I'm not and I'm not completely dismissing or denying the capability of social media. But I think that, but I also think that that's why it needs to be guided. It needs to be, you know, it needs to have a discernment. That's what, I know we hear that more when it comes to the Bible and shit, but we, we need, we need to be able to, we need to be able to look at certain shit and be like, is this what we need to run with? Or, you know, is this something that it's, you know, there's just an, another distraction, but I will say this. I don't think this in the end particular is that. I think this is this is definitely an instance of like being reminded of of like being in a police state as a black person. You feel me? White people don't feel like they in that type of they in that type of situation because it it's their um I mean it, it it's it's their comfortability that's being protected. Yeah. So when this type of shit happen, it's like a, uh you know, it don't it don't really matter, but to us it's like that could be me. The police could want me killed for speaking out. Like, Man. you know, and, and and then the question becomes, you know, is is was 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 bro martyred? Did he get, did did he get martyred? Did he, did he put himself in a position where it was like, you know, it wasn't no coming back from that? I mean, you feel I mean, me? like because police chose their narrative, so we won't ever know unless some other nigga uh, finds the ability to 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 what they call it uh, whistle. Uh, Whistle blow, whistle blow, whistle blow. I don't. I, I, listen, my brain is tired, y'all. I'm weary. Unless somebody gets a blow, which then runs the risk of them being assassinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we ever gonna get to the bottom of this? They chosen their narrative, which is the nigga was a drug dealer. He died being dirty in the streets. Rip. It's a shame. R.I.P. Yeah. Whatever. That's the story we got now. It's the version they're gonna stick to too. Watch it not change. Yeah, and uh, we gonna. 
we'll we'll wrap it up with with Malachi's last two comments. He says social media is a tool, but unfortunately, tech companies are the only ones who control and regulate it. Certain messages can be banned or filtered, especially on Facebook. And then we and that's Look, something I we literally know see. somebody whose job it is to sit on with a queue with all the shit that get reported, that all the shit that pop up, and their job is to say where they can stay or go. I literally know somebody who pushed the buttons. That is not a lie. Oh shit! Connected in high places. But yeah, man. Uh, let us know y'all thoughts. Go to the page. Go to the chop up on Facebook. Go to the chop up on the chop up show on Instagram. Definitely. Uh, and then go to the chop up show on uh YouTube. Comment, like, share, subscribe. Do all of that shit. You feel me? But uh, let us know y'all thoughts. Is this some shit y'all believe in? Let's keep the conversation going. Uh, cause it's gonna be interesting to see what come out. You know what I'm saying? No. As especially, you know, with the way it is developing. So it is what it is. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.